It's been said that every quilt tells a story, and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. Deanne Vigil joined the A Quilter's Life Facebook group a while back and answered that she was willing to be a guest on this podcast. It's so great to get to know each other as we all have this wonderful hobby of quilting in common. From wanting to do something special for her sister and then falling in love with quilting, Deanne is making beautiful quilts. Deanne, thank you so much for being on A Quilter's Life. I'm so glad to have you here today. Well, thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Let's start with, tell me where you were born and raised. So I was born in Murray, Utah and raised in Murray, Utah. Can you tell me about your employment and maybe why you chose to do whatever you do? Working for a leasing company. And it was just something I needed a job. And so I started, but I really enjoyed doing it. And so I continued. Before that, I was working in the healthcare industry. So how long have you been in the leasing industry? Almost six years. Is there a part of that job that just makes you smile? It was before COVID. It was the people and atmosphere that the job created. They wanted to be more like a family and make it their atmosphere was fun. And they were always doing it was like employees first. And if they treat the employees good, then the employees are going to treat their customers good. And that's the atmosphere that they created in the office. Oh, great. Those family businesses, or at least family atmospheres, are really enjoyable to be in. Mm-hmm. Do you still live where you were born and raised? I still live in Utah, yes. Okay. Are there other crafts besides quilting that you do or have done in the past? I used to play darts. My husband was a big dart player, and so he's the one that got me into darts. And I played for like 25 years and was one of the top women in the state at one time. Wow. My son's the top player in Utah right now and has been for the last three or four years. How cool. Did you know other people playing darts and that's what brought you into playing darts? Or did it just look exciting or or what? How did you start doing that? So at the time, my husband was just a friend. We went to school together and he said, why don't you join this dart league with me? And I kind of was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he just said, throw at the board and then. At first, it was just throw out the board. He wouldn't explain more or less the basic concept, like 501, that you go down in numbers. But like cricket, he didn't really explain that. He would just say throw out the board, and then I'll take care of the rest. And then as I got better, he explained it. And I enjoyed playing darts. And so just continued to go with him and play darts. And we ended up getting married 
How fun. Do you have any other hobbies? I don't really. Every once in a while, I'll pick up something like doing the diamond dots or something, and I'll do it for a while, and then I'll stop doing it. But darts and quilting are the only hobbies that I continue on with. Yeah. Do you think that playing darts shows up in your quilting at all? You know what? Definitely. I never thought about that. But yes, because when you play darts, you have to, the less movement or the straighter it is. So in some ways, like cutting and putting things together precise, it's kind of like in darts, you have to do it a certain way. And the more movement, the less you are to repeat the action, the same action over and over in order to get the score that you want or to achieve that what you want. And in some ways that kind of does, I think it does kind of correlate to, you know, the cutting and preciseness of putting the pieces of a quilt together. Yeah. The other thing too is in darts, you got to not let people get in your mind in a quilting if you get frustrated or there's something that you're not understanding to put together then you have to be patient just like in darts you have to not let the people in the background and there are people that will try to get into your head to throw off your game yeah sounds like the quilt police you can't let them roll you yes (laughs) did someone introduce you to quilting or did you pick it up on your own somehow it was actually my cousin who introduced me my sister almost passed away and was in the hospital for a long period of time. And my cousin had done quilting for years. So I asked her if she would make a quilt for my sister. And she had one. So I just ended up buying it for her. And it was kind of special because my aunt had given her some of the material on the back. And so it was kind of like family, you know, had put it together and gave it to her in some sense and then she talked me into taking a quilt class and you know wanting to quilt what was your first response to her on taking that quilt class <laughs> don't remember but it's probably like are you going to help me <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what quilt you made that first class i do and it's in fact it's not completely put together it's still in pieces Because there's pieces, it was my first quilt that I have to unpick and sew again and re-sew because they're not correctly put together so that I can put the quilt together in it to look good. Mm. So it sounds like you've learned a few things since you started. (laughs) Absolutely. Do you have a favorite quilt, whether it's one that you made or somebody else's? I do. I do have a favorite quilt that I made, and it's white with K-faucet in it, material in the white. It's not completed, but I love it, and I keep thinking, i got to get this completed. But it's my very favorite. Other people like it and and say, I would love a quilt like that. You know, that's my quilt. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's so neat when you can look at something like one of the quilts you made and just have that feeling of pride. Yes. You just look at it and you have that, oh, wow. 
I so enjoy this. Mm-hmm. In fact, my cousin got me to do a wedding ring quilt. She talked me into doing it, and I'm like, I don't want to do this wedding ring quilt. It's so much work. I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I can do it. And she's like, just do it with me. Just do it with me, please. And I have mine finished, and she does it. <laughs> wow. I ended up enjoying it and loving it. And, I mean, I spent hundreds of hours on it, but I ended up loving making that quilt. Oh, I have not made one of those yet. So is it as hard as so many people say? Well, we did it where you sew it onto kind of like a pattern thing, and then you flip it inside out. It's still a lot of work, but it's very time-consuming. But I somehow fell in love with doing it. Huh. Is that a type of paper piecing? It is. Oh, Quilt Smart is what it's called. Okay. We did it with Quilt Smart. My cousin actually owns a quilt shop. And so that's why she talked me into doing it is as they were trying to get people to do things with Quilt Smart. And so that's how I ended up doing the wedding ring quilt. Oh, neat. Since you mentioned your cousin has a quilt shop, can you tell me the name of the shop? Yes, it's called Quilter's Attic. And it's attic, like A-T-T-I-C, like mm-hmm. the attic of Grandma's house, so. Okay. While you're quilting, do you have a tool that you are so happy that you have? It's funny how it changes over the year, like you find something that you really like. And then you find another tool that, you know, ends up right now. The quilt that I'm doing has flying geese. And so the first time I did flying geese, I said, I will never do these again. I hate them. But I do have now a ruler for the flying geese. And so it makes it so much easier. Wow. I've heard they've come out with some new rulers for that. Yes, a couple of them. Some are very, very expensive, though. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite part of the quilting process? Well, I love, you know, obviously, I think most people love the cutting of it, putting it together. And then, actually, I do like to hand sew, so I love binding them, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some people that just love every step as you go along. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I love every step. Like if I'm going to quilt it myself, I don't like putting it together and getting it ready to quilt. I don't mind the quilting itself. But other than that, I like everything else. Yeah. I call this my fun question. Okay. <laughs> what was your worst quilting experience? Oh, <laughs> Probably one of the first quilts that I did, and I don't think I had the eye for the material, and I put it together, and it was kind of an ugly quilt. But my husband loved it until somebody stole it from him. So I guess somebody thought it was prettier than I thought it was. To have a quilt stolen, that would be heartbreaking. It was, and it was even more heartbreaking because... I talk about it with my husband, and we split, and I let him have that quilt. I knew it meant something to him that he had that. It was actually the first quilt I completed. 
So. Oh, that's hard. Mm-hmm. And thinking about quilting, why do you think you make quilts rather than spending your time on another craft? Or what has drawn you to quilting? Well, quilting helps me with my anxiety and depression. My husband got really, really sick. There was a year that he went through a lot of stuff. Was in the hospital, in the ER, a lot. He had kidney cancer, ate flesh-eating bacteria. I could go on and on. The year was a terrible year. And just quilting helped with the anxiety and be able to create something beautiful and keep my mind off of everything else that was going on. Wow. What a rough time for you. But to think you made such beautiful things or beautiful quilts during that. Yep. Who do you usually make your quilts for? Well, the person that I've given most of my quilts to is my daughter and my grandkids. In fact, this year, my goal is to make a quilt. I have two sons, and so my goal is to make a quilt for both of them. And how are you coming along with that? Actually, pretty good. I have a block of the month that I'm doing, and I chose the more masculine one so that I can make it for one of my sons, and then I have another one that I had started. Do you usually keep several projects going at one time? Yes. (laughs) Also, some of the quilts that I have started, a couple, I found a few as I've been going through some of my material and get these finished up. And so that's the other thing that I've been working on. And I've got a couple of them completed. So, Isn't it so rewarding to finish it up? Yes. Share a quilting tip. A quilting tip. (laughs) I guess it's kind of like a construction clip tip where they say measure twice and cut once just look make sure you're reading the instructions and putting together it correctly so you don't have to unpick yeah when I heard that my mind went to and that's why they put it at the beginning of the patterns read the whole pattern before you start (laughs) (laughs) yep Deanne do you have anything else you would like to share with me there's one So probably one of my favorite quilts that I ever made was for my daughter. And it was the simplest of quilt, but it turned out, I mean, it was just, there wasn't a pattern. I just sewed some, a couple of pieces of material together. And it was a Halloween quilt because my daughter loved Halloween. But it turned out so amazing that, you know, you spend all these time on some of the elaborate quilts, but some of the simplest quilts turn out just as gorgeous as those harder quilts do. How neat. You hadn't laid anything out? Did you just pick up pieces and put together? Or did you kind of lay out those fabrics without buying a pattern? Didn't buy a pattern. I just picked out some fabric. That was Halloween that I really loved that I thought my daughter would love. And I just kind of went, I'm just going to make her a super simple quilt and just threw some pieces together. And it just turned out gorgeous fun. Well, this has been fun. It's great to get to know you. 
And thank you so much for being part of my Facebook group. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find more stories on aquilterslife.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast player so each episode will be downloaded automatically. Also, I want to hear about you and your wonderful quilts. Please contact me, Paula Chamberlain, through the website to set up an interview. And as always, thanks for listening.